Yo, welcome back to Business Casual. It's your boy, Miles Brown. And hey. And we are back with another one. Pre-production did not go well today. Pre-production went from zero to a million real quick. Um, But our conversation that we started with was how about when you make Super duper. Go ahead. It was you were you said I have a problem with. It wasn't self trust. Self doubt. Self doubt. Self doubt. There you go. That's what it is. That's what it is. Self doubt. There you go. Now you got to So, self doubt, in my opinion, is like one of the best imaginary villains that is really kicking a lot of people's tail. You know, like it kicks my tail. It kicks it's it's going to kick your tail at some point in life when we bring up the topic of self-doubt. Because I don't know anyone who's confident in everything 100% of the time. If you do, <laughs> that Superman. person no, that person has a uh has a personality disorder. If they just been through a lot. Or they've been through, <laughs> right, right. They just good with whatever at this point, you know. But in general, most people don't don't move like that. Um where do you believe self doubt originates? And then I'll tell you where I think it does. Um Well I think it had to maybe originate from it has to originate from maybe someone telling you that you can't do something or that you'll never amount to something and some form of trauma basically yeah and and maybe it was either the person who said it that hurt you or what they were saying that you couldn't do that hurts you um, I'm not really, I, 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 I am experiencing this. I, I don't know where my self-doubt originates from. Um, I can tell you, you know, endless stories about my childhood and, you know, just growing up about how I've experienced it from, you know, girls to applying for jobs to, uh, to, to, you know, just even walking up and you know just greeting people you know and uh or like underestimating yourself and trying a new sport or something self-doubt can definitely paralyze like a lot of the things that you you're saying remind me of symptoms of paralyzed like you're being yeah it 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 it, it makes you procrastinate wow yeah yeah and One of the key things that I think helps when it comes to dealing with self-doubt is just do. Like, don't give yourself time to think. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you know it's the right thing to do, just do it. Don't say, I'm going to give myself five minutes or uh, I'm going to go knock this out first before I do this. Just do it as soon as it comes to your mind. Knock it out or schedule it. Do something productive with that time when you're prompted in your mind 
to do something that will benefit you. And the more you feed... Or just do what your mind is telling you. Exactly. What you think you can't do. Exactly. Like, I, I never... Like when you say when you say it like that, I would uh, I would describe that as me like going like when I'm weightlifting around other people. So you know I would uh, you know if, especially like if you're new, you see you know guys grabbing thirty forty dumbbells, <laughs> and you you know they start you know pressing them, and you're like, whoa you know they're like your turn you know they don't already finished their sets and everything and you know. Because, you know, let's say you've never lifted before, you automatically thinking like, oh, I can't or like it's just already too heavy or like, you know, you're giving yourself excuses to fail. Right. Right. That self-doubt kick in. And like one of the things that I always hear when self-doubt creeps in is just a lot of voices that sound like myself telling me. Oh no, nah, don't do that. Or nah, just wait. Just no, nah, don't 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 act. Don't act. Hold up. Hold up. But sometimes when you tap in and zero in and meditate and learn how to focus in, you realize, "Oh, that's not me. That's not me. That's 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 self-doubt trying to creep in and in and in y'all you seen the movie Inception? Yes. Where they where they planted that dag on key yeah. and shorty and let that 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 imagination run and then when it got to the real life you actually didn't move it really paralyzed you you really didn't do that thing that could have been dreaming all the whole time Day oh dreaming. my god oh man you woke up incepted <laughs> and you have to be the one who combines the daydream and reality mm you know exactly exactly so i think when it comes to self-doubt too i think it's a lot of self it's i think it's i think it stems from just being told one thing and experiencing a whole different thing seeing one thing but then experiencing being so, told so, so like thing. being told like like you I w- can do whatever you want yeah like but I then was realizing like oh shit ain't yeah oh it come with some stipulations right i may be black and that may hinder how fast to go i might be a woman i may be fat i may be it's like it just be a tell me it's like prepare me for the truth don't feed me disneyland and Hollywood skeptics, and then, you know, when, when when you actually going through shit, and you don't have proper guidance, you're like, what the fuck? Yep. yep. Not prepared for this at all. And I think when we, I wasn't prepared for this at all. This is what I would say. So when you're looking back into your trauma. Um, and right now and I have a, I have a, a therapist that I go to and I, I truly believe in getting, you know, help from a, a clinical therapist that is trained to talk and figure out what's going on with you because it's invaluable to find out how your own mind works because you can start to see patterns 
of how you try to trick yourselves into thinking one thing or another that isn't necessarily true. You know what I'm saying? Like you have patterns that keep you that keep you in perpetual rhythms that don't let you achieve yeah what you really want. want. Mm -hmm. I believe it. I believe it, man. So when you're investigating your trauma as an adult and you look back on your childhood drama, you look back over all of your life and your drama and you and you find out the trauma. It's very good to accept what happened to you. Digest that it changed you, but understand that it gave you a new perspective on life that is invaluable in ways that you may not understand yet. You know. I really just felt like I've been lied to my whole life. We all have, to some degree. We we grew up in the world. Nah, I ain't grow up in the real world. I grew up in fairy tale Disneyland. Yeah, and wasn't even enjoying that <laughs> wow. to to the full extent. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. You go up in the line, you still be unhappy. Then you get smacked with the truth, and you like, damn, I am dis, I am depressed. Honestly, I went I, from sad to like I can see. And and I will say that parents that give their children a better childhood, that transition to the real world is a bit easier. And sometimes single parents or parents that may struggle with raising a child that child needs to actually understand that that parent did the best that they could but once you become an yeah once you become an adult it's up to you to self-educate yourself and kind of like bro i I you know i literally see my older siblings becoming my mother and it is disgusting and that's a hard thing to witness up close, especially when you know there's life patterns that are being perpetuated that are bringing on an early demise, you know? So what what do you do with that information? How How are you looking at self-doubt now, like? And where you can see it takes your whole family lineage. And like if you don't really conquer that day to day thing that's stopping you from making moves. You destined to repeat whatever you see that's in front of you. I know, man. I know it's always been on me to break this cycle. Mm-hmm. I've always known it's always going to be on me to break the cycle. Like, I literally... Once I became aware that my family was poor, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no. I, when I get... You know what I'm saying? When I get rich, we ain't be no more poor. I already knew. At that moment, that's when I became interested in, like, that's what I knew. I was like, I gotta get money. 
Yeah. I just began. I never had the gap. I never was taught how. I was just, like I said, you just fed the lie. Go to school. Go to school. Get a job. Mm-hmm. Go to school. Find a trade. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yo, like, no. There's a lot of ways I need to get cheap. Especially now with the computer, but. I was never taught. Uh, the like I said, just never taught really the truth. I've literally, I even gave myself the talk, you know, about sex. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I that's what I'm saying. I never, I've literally been the lone wolf. Taught myself about, you know, it, it is, that's why I don't know shit about women. <laughs> <laughs> I had a woman teach me. I had a woman trying to teach me about a woman. They ain't gonna teach me shit. Nah, they gonna get you in trouble. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Nah, I, I definitely, I definitely can understand because no matter what your situation is that you coming from, it's always good to realize that it could be worse, and that at least you know now. Like, that's my stance on everything. At least I know now. Yeah, you're aware. You know, at now least I'm you, aware now. Like, yeah, it's like, because now you know what to study. Because you're aware of the trauma. Now you know what to look look out for and avoid in the future. Because you're now aware. You know, be, becoming aware takes getting knocked on your head sometimes to realize, oh, dang, this ceiling low in here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, oh, but tell me about it. It's like you I better just for keep it. getting knocked. And that's what I keep telling so I just keep getting knocked in the head. I just keep saying, I ain't dead yet. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm obviously like experiencing these bad things for a reason. And it's to not do it ever again. But it's exactly. like, when is just the good shit just going to get on the road, you know, well, start to pick up traction. I'll tell you this. Back when I was on my first journey, I realized that as long as I kept my head low and kept all of my wants to a minimum, it was much easier to stack and to kind of look up after a while and realize like, oh, okay. Like, oh, this shit don't really matter. Yeah, like, oh, uh, all right. You got to go through your caveman phase where you, like, don't care about nothing no more and really stack your paper and get yourself together and realize that, oh, this is what I thought a lot of money was. Nah, it's not, really. And this is why I need knowledge in something. This is why I need effort in something. I just need to believe in myself. Exactly. You I, need to I, believe. I, 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 Bro, when I tell you, it was, you saw the drop. Mm-hmm. Dude. He's talking about a stock move that he had planned early I last week. I planned it. I planned a move a week ahead. And I entered into the trade maybe like three, four days early. So I was just, con- I will enter into the phase right before the push. I entered it in like the beginning of the consolidation stage. And because of that, I just couldn't take it anymore. 
<laughs> the swap fees was killing me. And I was just like, man, this thing is never going to move. And lo and behold, Monday opened. Boom. It did exactly what I wanted it to do. Dog, talk about a blower, man. But what have you learned from that? To just, to just trust the analysis. To just trust the analysis. And chill. Yeah, just trust the analysis. If the analysis don't play out, then that's because the market did something totally abnormal than what the market has done in the past. And you were just wrong. I should I uh, that that's what I learned. I learned to just I was I, I I can't like be no more patient. It's like I mean I can, but it's like I guess you can. Honestly, if if it's about trust, then that means that there's some type of anxiousness there that you're still allowing yourself to rev you up. You know, and it could be because you check it too many times or something, you know, like maybe you watching it too close. Are you getting antsy? Oh, you always get antsy. You said it's your money on the line. You got to figure out a way to get zen about this. <laughs> you know? I always get antsy. It's your money on the line. And, of course, you know, experienced traders would just say, oh, he's just over leveraging. That's yeah. why. <laughs> it sounds like you're very much so over leveraging. Why? What's stopping you from just having a slow steady success rate and like building your portfolio the the way all the analysts say to do it you want that big hit is that because i be right it's because i be like i say i i'll i'll be correct it just won't happen when i expect it to happen and it gets me Every like you said, it'll it'll be a high leverage, and it's not that I'm not correct on the forecasted move because you know you never know where it's really going to go. You really just forecast, Mm -hmm. and it's not that like I said I'm not right on the forecast move. I'll just I'm just always too early, and Mm -hmm. that anxiousness will eat at me because it'll eat it, eat it, eat it, and as soon as I'm like, I'm fucking, I gotta get out. They do what I wanted to do. Every time. Yeah, it definitely sounds like there's a patience issue. It it sounds like you're not calm in your spirit. And it sounds like you're wavering. That's wavering. How you going to ride the wave if you wavering? I am the wave. I am the wave. I am the wave. You can't be wavering out here. I know. I'm not a wave. not a big bank. No, I'm not a central bank, nor am I a hedge fund. So, yeah, I definitely can't be the wave yet. But learning how to ride the wave is is where you're at right now. That's all. I guess, yeah, timing just ain't there. And one day the timing will connect, and it's just about learning 
that, okay, the second I think I'm going to pull out, I'm going to set a five-minute timer or a 10-minute timer or whatever timer you need, and then uh, lock. Well, better yet, just let it hit my stop loss. But like I said, I be over-leveraging. And my stop loss which is sometimes kind of big because, you know, the way it moves, you know, it always moves towards liquidity. Mm-hmm. So it may touch a little jump right quick and then shoot back down or shoot back down and then shoot back up, you know, really just to pick up some orders. Mm-hmm. And that's why you don't ever want your stop loss too close. And, you know, like I said, because, you know, it's a, it's a higher lot, it may not get to the stop loss, but it may get halfway there and it's still low-key like a significant amount. That's like $30. So, you know, the other half of that, I, I, I might lose 60 mm-hmm. And that's the thing is like, all right, yeah. So, so let me, so, okay. So I may take, I may take a high, lot, uh, high leverage, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say my stop loss size, if I fully lose the trade, it'll be at negative $60. Okay. Right? So, I, I boom, I let my trade, I let my trade rocking, right? So my trade, it's at negative 10. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, boom, it may shoot up to like 20. I'm like, all right, bet, bet, bet. You know, it's going my way. Mm-hmm. Bang, it shoot back down to negative 20. All right, cool. Just getting some more. Boom, it'll bounce up. Shoot up to like 80, mm-hmm. right? But it still is not. But even though it's at 80, mm-hmm. it's not at the finished calculated Ending, yeah, yeah, ending trajectory. It still hasn't gone. So I'm all like, all right, yeah, I got, I still got time to do. I'm really trying to get like 300 back, right? Right. So then, boom, it'll come back to like 50. It may sit around there. Then, boom, like I said, I'm trying to get 300. It'll mm. shoot up to like 150. Mm. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm about to ride. Like, all right, like I'm easy coasting. You know what mm. I'm saying? I'm so. Because I'm trying to get the whole 300 move, now that I'm talking myself through it, what a real smart trader would do is to, like, move the stop loss and profit. Mm-hmm. Just in case it come back, boom, it take them out. But, like, see, that ain't me. I mean, it, yeah, that ain't me. I want my projected move, right? Mm. So. Your ability to pivot isn't fast enough. I, I like it. I can. It's just not me to be taking off portion. I want the whole thing. But it need to become you because over the course of the month, that could mean yeah, a game. It's, 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 you know it's what small I'm saying? Games. Yeah. And so, and all right. So, like I said, so the, the whole move would be like 300, right? I'm at like 150. Mm-hmm. So that'll be the end of that day, right? So then the next day, Instead of it continuing to go in my desired direction towards the 300. It'll drop. And again, it's going to come back down. Mm-hmm. I'm at like 70. I'm like, dang, what happened? Mm-hmm. But I'm still up, so right. I ain't tripping. And then it'll come back mm. to like break even. Mm-hmm. Or it'll, but it'll come back down to like 30, right? Then it may shoot back up to like 70. So I'm like, all right, you know, maybe just coming back and then it's going to get back up. Then it'll come back down to like zero. So now I'm at break even. Then it'll come back negative. So I'm like, mm-hmm. hold up. You was just halfway there. Then you gonna come all the way back up for what? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
So then it came all the way back up. It'll come all the way back up to negative 30. Remember, my stop loss was at negative 60. Mm. So it'll come back up up to like negative 30. I'm like, all right, you know, I'm going to chill. It's going to go back. It's just, I don't know what it's doing. But it's going to go back. I then come back to negative 30. Boom, it'll come back. I may end the next day at like break even, right? So then the let so then this would be the third day. I'm already in it for two days. It went halfway there and came all the way back. So then this is the third day. The third day, I'm open up at zero. Boom. It start off positive. I'm up 50. Mm-hmm. Boom. It come back negative 30. Mm. Right? It come back some more to negative 40. Mm. Right? It's about to make a big move. Right. Then boom. It come back up. I'm at like 20. So I'm like, yo, like, should I hop out? Is it not going to do what I wanted right, to do? Like, right. what's going on? You in you in the real wave now. Right. So, the real right. And I'm, and I'm still holding it, bro. I'm That's still good. holding it, right? The fourth day, right? I'm at like, I'm all, I, boom, I open up. I'm at 20 from the, from the previous day. It shoot up a little bit, gain some traction, get up to 50. It shoot up again, gain some more traction, get up to like 85. Boom. Come right back down to break even. I'm like, yo, what is going on? And then it comes all the way up to like negative 50. And I'm like, hold up, bro. So you telling me the first time it shot off was going to be like, right. Like, was that it? And I was just wrong. So that, but, but like, so it's at negative 50, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to lose the whole 60. Boom. I take it out. Oh, no. So I take it out, right? Mm-hmm. The next day, <laughs> it goes from negative 50 to my 300. Mm. In that one day. Mm. Mm. If I'd have just waited. The way. Or if I'd have just not taken it out at that negative 50, I right? Know. Cause it never touched my negative sixty. Mm. Remember, I never moved. I yeah, didn't want to. Never t- moved to I never. 60, but yeah. I. W- but I. Like you said, dog. I'm like, yo, what is going? Like it go there, and then it come, and then it go, and then it go, and then it come back. And I'm like, hold on, what the you was doing? And then the last day, it does exactly what I wanted to do without even touching the stop loss. Mm. It go the whole way, mm. no coming back, clean. Mm. 300. I never saw no backtrack. Mm. If I would have stayed in. Mm. Now, do you see what I be? I, I go through as. This yeah. is a lot of stress becoming a, a day trader. I'm not going to lie. I mean, like I said, man, it just comes to me over leveraging. You over leveraging. But I be right. Then I would say this. Be right half of the time then. Bet on yourself half the time. Just let. That's why I said I just need to let it hit the stop loss. I just need yeah. to just set the stop loss and just not take it out early. Yeah, you got to really allow yourself to ride the wave all the way. Yeah. Until you see that beautiful barrel, and you riding that wave in that barrel, and then you come out the other side, man. I'm telling you, it's it's you gotta yeah, you gotta, I just gotta ride yeah it. you gotta ride. I the gotta wave. either ride it or I just gotta. Cause you was looking too hard when it was at negative fifty. It was burning you up at negative 50. It, it was burning you up. It do. It be right there. And I be like, I don't. Because I, I don't want to lose the 60. At that point, that's what I'm it, saying. That's what I, believe it or not, I don't. Believe it or not, I don't want to lose the 60. 
when it went, I only want to lose like thirty. So then, so that, when it said fifty, I'm like, that's no. a, that tells me your strategy wrong. Then how if if my room if my move is right, that your means I'm just is wrong. in too no, early. Listen, your strategy is wrong because if you really only want to lose thirty, then you should be at thirty. I'm just over leveraging. You're over leveraging. But see, it's like if I only lose thirty. I ain't going to get 300. I I'm gonna only get I like I'm a, it's like the total I'm going to get is like it's like exact it's, it's exactly half. But see, but so see, it's like instead of losing the 60 and gaining 300, I can just lose a 30 but I'm gonna only gain 150. I, I got 150 at half the move. And this is my reasoning for why I'm saying the over leveraging is a great diagnosis because if you really can deal with 30, losing 30 that means that the volatility won't move you until the move happens for you. So that's a much better positive win rate daily than it would be if it was the other way around. You see what I'm saying? Like you're setting yourself up by over leveraging to be paying attention during the best part of the wave. You're paying attention too closely. You know what I'm saying? Because you're like, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And then you're like, oh no, it's not going to happen. Then you pull out, then it happens. So what that tells me is you couldn't handle that amount of volatility that the trading market was giving at that any given moment. You know, even though you had predicted it right from the beginning, you knew what it was going to do. From the beginning. You couldn't handle the volatility. Early. I knew what it was going to do. You couldn't handle the volatility at that moment. You were looking you were looking at the boiling pot when it was the hottest. And you was like, nah, you're gonna have to take that thing off there. Right. I couldn't <laughs> take the heat. You take it. You was like, <laughs> nah, and I'm sitting here like, nah, it's about to blow, it's about to blow. No, 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 no. And you oh. like, nah, I'm taking that thing off. And you take it off right when it's about to blow. So your volatility is just you gotta you gotta ease up off that volatility. You can't go for the home run every week when you don't have that confidence yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to build the confidence up on the small waves. And then once you get up to the bigger waves, it's going to be easier to deal with that volatility. I guarantee it. Yeah. Oh, you sound like Mr. Fucking Huddleston. (laughs) Sound like that exact thing. When you get up there, trust me, it's like. You don't know, cause you, you won't be wavered. <laughs> he's saying so. He's saying so unbothered. Oh, you gotta God. get to that unbothered. I do. This man is at peace with his eye. <laughs> every video, every video is he. You know he's at peace because he's boring. That's how you know a man is at peace. Because to everyone else, he's boring as fuck. I've learned that, bro. <laughs> to everyone else, he would seem like the most boring man. But to him, he's completely at peace. He good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's good with everything in his life. He's happy. That's what's up. That's a happy man. A boring man to everyone is a happy man to himself. Y'all, that's a gem. Heem just gave y'all a gem. For real. So, a boring man to everyone else is a happy man to himself. Thank you guys so much for tuning into Business Casual. I look forward to hearing you next week. Out. Peace.